that's when everything started to spiral backwards. I okay. lost my businesses because it was all entrepreneurial, just make the deal, close the deal right? kind of stuff in real estate, social media marketing. Um, couldn't work out, couldn't do anything. I started to gain weight real fast, started to fall into a depression, uh-huh. and my multiple six-figure bank account turned into multiple six figures of debt after gambling away hundreds of thousands of dollars Wow! out here. So I was literally at the end of my rope. I could barely walk. I was lying on a hotel floor, and uh, that's when it all kind of just welled up and, and hit me at once. I was like, okay. how the heck did all this happen? How did I end up here? Uh-huh. And it's when I barely got myself up off the floor and walked myself out to the balcony, and that was where a huge decision was made for me. Welcome back to Fitness and Friends Podcast, guys. It is July 4th at the moment, and I hope everyone is spending some quality time with their friends and their families. So today, guys, we get to talk to Gus, who has been a member with us for about a month now, but had such an amazing story of how fitness saved his life that I had to share it with you guys. If you get a chance to meet Gus, you will find, number one, that he's, he's pretty fit, but number two, probably one of the kindest and positively driven person I've ever met for, for quite a long time. So this topic today is one not a whole lot of people talk about but so many struggle with these same issues. We go deep in discussion about extreme depression, high anxiety, even suicidal tendencies, and um, how one person can overcome all of this and not only survive, but become an entirely different person in the process. I hope you guys get a ton of value as much as I did. And One of my favorite talks I've had in this podcast for um, for quite a while. So I really hope it brings value to you or maybe a good friend of yours. Again, make sure to give us a rating, share us with everyone you think that might benefit from this message. And again, we love you guys and hope you guys are enjoying your weekend and, uh, we hope you enjoy the show. Did you already work out this week? I saw you on Tuesday. Tuesday I worked out. Did you go to Utah? And then I did a home workout Wednesday. Okay, you did a home workout Wednesday. And then Thursday, I did a home workout with bands in my room, Tabata. Because nice. yeah. I had the big meeting on Thursday morning. I took, what's today? Saturday? Yeah, yeah. Yesterday off. Did you go to, what was that picture? I saw a picture like in Utah or something. Oh, yeah. That was on my way here. So you just stopped by and you're like, look. Yeah. I'll, I'll edit. Yeah, I went to yeah. Moab for uh, for a day and a half. Amazing, man. Just stopped, checked out a couple of things. Yeah. Well, Gus, <clears throat> I'm glad to have you here. Um, I'm really excited. I think you signed up with Jesus like a few weeks ago, but I think we kicked it off. You had an amazing story, and you kind of just shook my world a little bit on, number one, where you are right now, and I wish people could see an image of what you look like. But I think you, I feel like... You have it together, right? And the topic today is what you see sometimes is not what you really see. We have this perception that everyone should be getting it together, but the truth is it's far from it. And I think it's a huge percentage of the world that see that. Um, But the topic today is going to be about depression, anxiety. Man, we can go even deep, deeper thoughts on how, how fitness really, really altered your life. In fact, potentially saved it 
So, so what I want to start out with, because we can go off a tangent here, I want to start off with where was the catalyst, what happened, and then we will start from there because this this story kind of happened in Vegas, right? So yeah, let's go from there. Yeah. So I mean, if we go back, I was always an athlete, so mm-hmm. like fitness has always been a part of my life, right. and I had a back injury in high school that mm-hmm. got chronically worse after high school, after college sports. When you get to the real world and you have to deal with real life stuff and real life stresses and sitting at a desk and all the things. Okay. So flash forward, my entrepreneurial ventures led me to a really, really good life in my mid, mid, like late twenties. Mm-hmm. I built a multiple six figure bank account. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was in shape. Yeah. Things were going really good. I thought I was going to be a millionaire before I was 30. Yeah. And here we are in Vegas. I'm getting some work done and I suffered a back injury just putting a weight away. Oh my God. Okay. And it was just another one of my back injuries that I had chronically happened over the years if anybody's ever had their back go out for a couple of days yeah that used to happen to me all the time with my herniated discs yeah well the straw that broke the camel's back was this one time and it set me off just backwards like it was way worse than i thought it was going to be i was living on a hotel floor for what i thought was just going to be a few days but ended up being weeks and then months and that's when everything started to spiral backwards i lost my businesses because it was all entrepreneurial just make the deal close the deal Right. Kind of stuff in real estate, social media marketing. Um, mm-hmm. Couldn't work out, couldn't do anything. I started to gain weight real fast, started to fall into a depression. Uh-huh. And my multiple six-figure bank account turned into multiple six figures of debt after gambling away hundreds of thousands of dollars. Wow. Out here. So I was literally mm-hmm. at the end of my rope. I could barely walk. I was mm-hmm. lying on a hotel floor. And uh, that's when it all kind of just welled up and, and hit me at once. I was like, okay. how the heck did all this happen? How did I end up here? Uh-huh. And it's when I barely got myself up off the floor and walked myself out to the balcony, and that was where a huge decision was made for me um, oh, in my okay. life. Where yeah. it was, I used to look out at the lights and be so excited about life and all the future, and then all yeah. I could see was this is like this is where it's gonna end, and okay. uh, and that's when I got a text message oh, from my, my sister. Okay, because through all of this. Nobody really knew how bad I was doing. I was lying to the world because I had so much pride that I didn't want anybody to know I was on this high to such a low. And the text message was from my sister and my family who thought I was coming back as soon as I felt better because I told them I just wasn't feeling so good. Mm -hmm. And it was a get well soon message from my, a video message from my nephews. They were one in three. Oh my God. Yeah. So for me, that message saved me because I was in that moment where I was like, like, why God? Why all this? Why such a great life to such a, you know, crummy scenario that put me to where I just, I really want to just end it all. And, um, and in that moment where I said, why God, I went to what's actually happening. Like, why, why, why is this happening? What's going on? That's when that text message came through. And that's when my whole life shifted. And it was like an instant perception shift because when I was looking at that message, I went from depression, anxiety, um, heavy, wanting to end it all, knowing I'm not going to see my family or anybody else ever again, because it was my only way out Right to gratitude, love, being totally present to like, wow, there's people out here that really care about me. I've wow. accomplished so much up to this point. Like, what am I doing? Like, I'm such a happy, positive person. How could I, and why do I feel this way? Oh and, uh, and that was the shift. That was the turn. That's where my faith went first. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I got back into really, um, how am I going to get out of this? Oh my God. 
so I mean, yeah, I got like these little goosebumps at the moment right now. Right. Right. And I think it's not so much, it's not so much of uh, like, what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. But it's asking ourselves better questions. Okay. Right. And being totally honest and acknowledging the scenario as it is, not right. worse than it is, um, and not better than it is. And yeah. I got back into all the things at that point where it was like, all right, what do I do next? I can barely get off the floor. Mm-hmm. So what was I doing? Like, how did I, how did I end up here? All right. There's a lot of things I couldn't control that had happened to me, like mm-hmm. on how I was feeling, the injury and things, mm-hmm. but there were a lot of things that I could control. Okay. So it's like, where do I start? So one, I mindlessly started, I was eating like pizzas and room service stuff and emptying the, you know, yeah. the, the snack bars. So okay. I gained a lot of weight really fast. And we all know if you feel your body wrong, like you, you start to feel terrible, right? right? I wasn't moving, so I gained a lot of weight. Well, I wasn't drinking any water, right? Because I couldn't get up off the floor to use the restroom. I'm like, the less I have to get up, the better off I'm going to be. But the worse scenario I was putting myself in. Wow. Right? And then I was watching reruns on TV to, mind, to like numb my mind, right? Okay. So I started to fill my mind with... I went back into the Bible. I went back into personal development, all my Tony Robbins stuff, Jim Rohn stuff. Wow. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I shifted what I was feeding my mind. I started to get mindful of what I was putting in my body. Mm-hmm. My first workout was a burpee, and I didn't even know it. Right? Yeah. And how does that work? Right? So I'm like, all right. So I started to ask questions. I'm like, what do I need to do if I'm going to start to get better? And it's, I need to start taking the very next step. The same way I got to success the first time was just take the very next step. Same way I got to fitness originally was just take the next step, do the next one thing that you can actually do. Right. So I was like, well, if I can figure out how to get up off the floor easier, I can start drinking more water so I can make my way to the restroom. Step one. It wasn't this big, like, total transformation. It was just one step, one simple habit that could start moving me in the right direction. Oh, my God. And that's how I started to do everything. And this is where fitness played such a big role. It was in get your body moving, right? Motion equals emotion, right? Yep. Tony Robbins mm-hmm. says it all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's where it was for me. So again, I started fueling my mind differently. I started moving my body, like just literally moving my body yeah. and putting more water in my body. I stopped eating all the, the pizza and the junk and I started being more mindful of the food that I was eating. And when, you know, months of, of being in pain, I started to be able to get up and I was actually able and good enough to get on a plane and get back home to my family just weeks later um, after just being on the floor for almost three months and losing everything, including almost my life during that time. So that's where it all started. So I want to highlight just that moment. You said you stopped eating things, but then your mind was eating something different. So your mind started, you started feeding your mind with a little, a little bit more knowledge. Mm -hmm. Do you agree? 20%. 20%. So I think people have this this perception that you have to just only eat great food. Oh, your mind can also eat great food as well. Yep, absolutely. So I really I really like that you shared that with us. Yeah. Right. So I do have a question. Right. And um, the big question, I mean, I mean, does it? Do you have relapses? Does it come back and forth? What's that like? How do you deal with it? Um, what's that, what's that like now? And, and, and do you have any strategies that you use that allows you to stay in this state, which I'm, 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 I'm looking at you and I think it's a, it's a positive state. That's like your default state at any given moment almost. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, people ask me all the time. Yeah. They say with the depression and the anxiety, like, how did you overcome that? 
at such a severe level. Like, what do you do? Because I can't seem to shake it is the very common thing that people say who deal with that. And the truth is that it never actually fully goes away. Okay. It never goes away, right? Depression lives in the past, okay? Mm -hmm. That's why we feel depression of the things that have happened, where we're not yet, like all those things. It's like a, a, a something that happened to us. It lives in the past, and so our mind keeps going back to there. I'm not where I want to be. You know, I can't believe I have to deal with that. And we live there, right? That causes depression. Anxiety is from things that haven't happened yet that we fear, right? Right? Things that we're worried about, that we're scared about. Like, what if, what if, what if, right? Yeah. And we're just way out of out of present, right? The future. And thinking in the future. And a lot of times they go hand in hand. Because all this happened to me, this is what I'm looking forward to. And now you're on two separate ends and it just gets even worse, right? right. Yeah. So the first thing to depression and anxiety is getting very present to mm -hmm. right now and seeing things as they are and not right. worse than they are and not better than they are. Like acknowledge the feeling. Like if I'm feeling depressed, just acknowledge it. I'm feeling depressed and there's a reason for it. And like I went back to before, it's ask better questions. Why am I feeling this way? What's going on? Right. What's my environment? So you got to look at your environment, right? Who am I hanging around? What are the people saying? What are they whispering in my ear? What am I reading? Right? Like yeah. what are my surroundings? Because that's a big part in, in how we feel a lot of times. So awareness. Right? Awareness is, is number one. You just got to be aware and you got to acknowledge because you can't change or do anything with something that you don't know is happening. Like if you don't, if, if you put something off, right? Yeah. And you blame something else externally and you don't own the feeling and own the thing that's happening, then you can't change it because those external things are always gonna come at you. Right. right? That's why people always continue to feel those feelings. Right. So the first thing was get really, really, really present, right? Okay. And acknowledge this thing and then what am I grateful for in this moment? So gratitude is a really big part of that. In spite of all these wow. things that I can't control that are happening that are causing me to feel this way, what am I grateful for? What do I have to be grateful for right now? And yeah. what can I do in this moment to get me to the result that I want to be at? Right. And if you don't know what those answers are, seek them because the answers are there. People have overcome them. Right. Right? So it wasn't a matter of the depression going away or the anxiety going away. It was just a matter of me getting better at handling those emotions when they happened and separating my emotions from my actions. Because right. even though I feel a certain way, yeah. it doesn't mean I have to act a certain way, right? Right. I used to call myself an emotional binge eater. Well, that's yeah. that's nonsense. You know, I can I can be sad, right? And I can like pizza, but I don't have to eat pizza because I'm sad. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just have to start acknowledging and separating emotions from actions to get to the results that you ultimately want to be at. And what happens is the better you get at that, it's like a muscle. It's like doing a, your first set of squats at a CrossFit workout and you're so sore the next day. It hurts when you do that because right. it's so different what your body is doing. Your mind is the same way. But you have to work that muscle. You have to continuously remind yourself. You can't go to CrossFit for a few weeks and then stop doing it for a few months and expect that the, those few weeks of results last are going to last. Right? Okay. It's the yeah. same thing with our mind and our thoughts. And that was the big thing for me. Mm -hmm. So that depression, that anxiety that feels like a loud shouting yeah. in somebody's ear, that's how it felt for me. If anybody can relate, it's loud and it paralyzes you. It, it, it makes you speechless. It makes you want to hide and curl up in a ball. And just like I would literally just go to sleep like to try to shut it down because I didn't know what else to do. Right. It's over time the shouting gets lower and eventually it becomes a whisper. 
and you yeah. hear this little whisper, it sneaks up on you, and you can literally just shush it. Mm -hmm. And you can act. So what would depress me and put me in a state for months or weeks at a time right. is now moments. I acknowledge yeah. it, and then I act. I act on it. Right. And then I move forward. So I hope that helps somebody um, who's oh, dealing yeah. with this. So the act, right? So the initial, your initial strategy was, I get depressed, I'm just going to go ahead and just blind myself through food, right? I'm just distract myself through food. So how did you replace that? Did you, did you just, did, number one, we acknowledged it, but how did you change it? Did you, did you replace it in the form of journaling? Did you replace it in the form, I, I, actually you did gratitude mm -hmm. first. Yep. Did you start having more strategies that you started to add to combat this issue. Yeah, absolutely. So with my back injury, that was the kind of the catalyst for a lot of this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I was supposed to have surgery. It was really right. bad. And uh, my friend who is a chiropractor, who was also a master's CrossFit Games athlete, yeah. said you need to get um, into CrossFit. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what is this CrossFit? What was his name again? Uh, Corey Spear. Corey Dr. Spear. Corey Spear okay. is his name. And, uh, and this idea, this little idea stemmed... Um, and started something really special for me because I was like, all right, I'll go try this CrossFit thing. So I remember my one of my first CrossFit quote unquote workouts. Right? Yeah. I learned CrossFit as functional fitness. Mm -hmm. That's what they presented it to me as. That yeah. I'm going to learn how to get up and out of a chair normally again. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm going to learn how to pick things up off the floor like a normal person again, mm -hmm. but the right way so that I can start building my core strength and and preventing myself from getting worse right. and then let's see what happens as you get stronger right so my first like squats were on a high box with a broomstick in my hand yeah right so yeah. it's like don't worry about what you can't do it's like what can i do well yeah. i can't get into a full you know below parallel squat and, yeah. and be upright but i can sit on this box and if i hold the broomstick i can focus on my form like the muscles that i need to activate mind and muscle activation mind and body are going to be one and one that you'll hear me talk about all the time and i just really focused on the muscles that needed to fire you know tightening my core you know you know activating my glutes you know squeezing at the top being upright and i just did that for weeks and eventually i didn't need the broomstick and then eventually i could go to a lower box with the broomstick and then i didn't need the broomstick and before i knew it i was doing air squats right, right? It's like anything else. Yeah. So I took that principle, which is how I think fitness and the principles of this really shifted how I did everything in my life. It was start where you are, do what you can with what you have, and the things that you ultimately need will come into your path as you need them when you need them. Right. And that's how it all started. So even a deadlift, right? I can deadlift over 400 pounds now for reps, yeah. but when I started, it was a, literally an 18-pound uh, or an eight yeah. pound kettlebell. Yeah. Just like learn how to pick this up off the floor with proper form. Wow. And that's where it started. Incredible. Yeah. So how long was that journey? So from kettlebell to 400 pounds? Uh, a couple of years. Incredible, right? It was a couple of years. And I look back at the timeline and, you know, if I, if somebody said it was going to take a couple of years, it would have totally, it would have froze. It would have froze me. And this right. is what happens. We think of the result and how long it's actually going to take. Well, the time's going to pass anyway, yeah. so it's like, what can I do today? Yeah. Right? How do you eat an elephant? Do you know the answer to that? Yeah, it's a little piece at a time. One bite at a time. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And it, again, holds true to all the things that we do. Um, you want to read a, you want to read twelve books a year, a book a month? Just read ten pages a day. Yeah. <laughs> ten pages a day. It's yeah. not that hard. It's going to take you ten minutes. Absolutely. You know? So right. That's where we are now. Okay. 
questions. All right, guys. So here's what I want to end with. So there are some people, there's a lot of people actually that are going through what you've went through in the past, but they just never really, number one, they're probably too shy to even talk about it, right? So if you can give them four tips, right? There's multiple principles. I know we kind of discussed it, but there's multiple of them. Um, what would be those four tips or four principles that you think that's going to allow them to move from where they are at the moment to get to to get started, right? And, and to eventually be able to to be stable. Yeah. Um, one, we're never actually going to be fully stable. We're always going to be acknowledging problems and things that come. Okay. So that's the first thing is just acknowledge where you are. Okay. Right? Know your environment. Know where your what your surroundings are. Who am I hanging around? What what am I eating right now? How am I feeling my body? How am I feeding my mind? What am I reading? Am I listening to positive podcasts like this or am I watching reruns in the news right now with all the craziness and madness that's happening? Yes. Right? Um, so you gotta acknowledge where you are, okay? Be okay with not being okay if you're not okay right now. Okay. okay. Don't hide. Right. Let somebody know. Find your circle of people who are gonna lift you up. Okay. Okay. And for me that was my community of fitness people like my CrossFit community, my friends. Um, so that was number one, is be really mindful, acknowledge that. Okay. Create uh, a routine, okay? Start implementing positive steps with where you are. So if your nutrition is totally off, what's one thing I can do in my nutrition? Can I eat a better breakfast every day? Can I just start drinking more water, right? If I'm not moving my body, if I'm not working out right now, you know, maybe I just wake up and start doing 10 push-ups every day and commit to just doing something super simple that's just going to create a habit mm -hmm. and activate my mind to I'm going to start moving my body again. I'm going to highly recommend making that movement step showing up to your CrossFit gym, okay? Mm -hmm. At least committing to two days a week yeah. so that or three days a week that you just show up. All you got to do is walk in. That's the beauty of this place, right? right. Um, and then the other thing is uh, you really got to, for me... I'm going to just be totally up and, and forward. Yeah. It was my faith, right? And I don't know what that is for anybody else here, okay? Everybody has their own things. But for me, I start my day and I center everything around that, okay? So whether it's um, your faith, prayer, gratitude, um, you want to start, like how you start your day sets the tone for how the rest of it's going to go. I'll leave you with this, okay? Because I think this is one of the most powerful things that I've ever done. How I start my day is... I hyperhydrate, so get up. Water first. Water first, okay? Mm -hmm. Hyperoxygenate, like literally be really mindful and take deep breaths, yeah. get, get oxygen flowing through your body, okay? Um, I write out what I'm grateful for, but more importantly, it's have a gratitude list, Yeah. but who am I grateful for today? Wow. And send that person a message, a quick text message, an email, a Facebook message, oh, wow. a voice text, and just sit and somebody new every day, it could be for the simplest thing. And and you're gonna come across people that maybe you haven't talked to in years that you're gonna think of that because they helped you through this one thing and you're gonna say, hey, you know, I'll look back five years from now and I'll be like, hey Royce, I appreciate you so much for allowing me to drop into your box when I was visiting Vegas. I was just thinking about you today. Hope you're having an awesome day. Incredible. Is that? Right? Yeah. So do that every single day because it gets kind of uh, repetitive when you write the same things that you're grateful for every day and then you start thinking of weird things like I'm grateful for table salt because it makes my food more convenient, which is great Yeah. because um, the little things matter. Yeah. Uh, but we're always grateful for some of the, the main things. 
Um, so look at your gratitude list, but then send a gratitude message to somebody every day. Wow. Okay. Okay. And here are the three questions I ask myself. What am I looking forward to today? What am I excited about today? Like for me today, it was like coming on this podcast right now. Okay. Um, because you, I have to say, you've been really amazing. Whereas thank you for your hospitality. Thank you for welcoming me into this community. You really reminded me after being out of CrossFit for a while, why I love this so much. Okay. Uh, so I really, I really mean that. And I'm grateful for that. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, the second question after what are you looking forward to? And if you don't have something you're looking forward to, when you ask yourself this, get something on there, it, like put something, implement something that you are looking forward to that you can say you're looking forward to it. Even if it's like, I'm going to call my best friend later and that's what you're looking forward to. Create something to look forward to every day. Okay. It can wow. be simple and it can be major, right? The second question is what might throw me off? Like what could throw a wrench in this day? What could totally stress me out? And you could go back in the old decks of like things that typically stress me out or throw me off. Okay. So what could happen today that could throw a wrench in it? Right. And then the third question is the most powerful. It's how would my best self handle that? Wow. How would my best self handle that scenario that might pop up? Uh -huh. So what you're doing is you're getting excited about something. You're thinking of a scenario that could throw you off because life happens, but then you're pre-framing yourself to be in a position to handle that better than you would have because you're prepared for it. Oh my God. And that's made all the difference for me in my days and how I, and how I move forward. So, um, those are my questions. Those are a few of the things I do to start my day. That's kind of how I keep my mindset and staying very, very present, um, and acknowledging the scenario that I'm in. And, uh, and here's the thing over time, these habits compound. So as bad as it is right now, the time is going to pass anyway. You're going to look back and with these simple changes, you're going to see such a significant difference in how you're handling it. You're going to notice how the shouting goes to a whisper in the depression and the anxiety. You're going to notice how getting up is going to be a little bit easier over time. You're going to notice how your workouts get a little bit better and how some of those little things that used to stress you out aren't going to stress you out as much as they used to anymore. Wow. And, um, and I think that was it. So I hope that really, I hope that helps somebody because I know it's made a difference for me in my life to this point. Oh man, that shook me up, man. That was good. So Gus, where, where can we find you? Because is it, do you have a, do you have a, do you have a, website do you have an instagram What's uh a good spot? the easiest way i think is going to be uh instagram or any of my social media it's at got gus g-o-t-g-u-s at got gus um that's my instagram that's my facebook that's it, my linkedin yeah. uh it's all the things so that's a really easy way to connect and i do respond personally to messages on, yeah. uh, on social media i'm happy to answer or help see anybody through a, a question that they have about uh, stuff Gus, I appreciate it, man. I hope you, I hope everybody enjoyed that one, like I did. So, yeah, thanks, thanks man. Out. I appreciate you so much. Now, for sure, man. Thank you. Yeah.